Hello friends, today we are getting into Matthew chapter 11. As always, before we get started in our chapter for the day, let's go ahead and cover this chapter in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for the day that you've given us. Thank you for the people in our lives. Thank you for the many blessings that you rain down in our lives. Lord, we pray that you allow us the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding to really grasp the word that we're about to receive and to put it into work into our own lives. Help us to share this word with whoever needs to hear it, Lord, and help us to bear the fruits of your spirit in everything that we do. Holy Spirit, be breathed into us today and guide us in each and every step that we take. Help us to have your discernment while dealing with everyday situations. Help us to see the truth behind people's hearts and intentions. Help us to find good in everybody that we have to deal with each day. And help us to be slow to anger and quick to forgive. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Alright, so this first section is called Jesus and John the Baptist. After Jesus had finished instructing his twelve disciples, he went on from there to teach and preach in the towns of Galilee. John, who was in prison, heard about the deeds of the Messiah. He sent his disciples to ask him, Are you the one who is to come, or should we expect someone else? Jesus replied, Go back and report to John what you hear and see. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the good news is proclaimed to the poor. Blessed is anyone who does not stumble on account of me. As John's disciples were leaving, Jesus began to speak to the crowd about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed swayed by the wind? If not, what did you go out to see? A man dressed in fine clothes? No, those who wear fine clothes are in king's palaces. Then what did you go out to see? A prophet. Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet, this is the one about whom it is written. I will send my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. Truly I tell you, among those born of women, there has not risen anyone greater than John the Baptist, yet whoever is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been subjected to violence, and violent people have been raiding it. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John. And if you are willing to accept it, he is the Elijah who was to come. Whoever has ears, let them hear. To what can I compare this generation? They are like children, sitting in the marketplaces and calling out to others. We played the pipe for you, and you did not dance. We sang a dirge, and you did not mourn. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say, He has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, Here is a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. But wisdom is proved right by her deeds. This next section is called Woe on Unrepentant Towns. Then Jesus began to denounce the towns in which most of his miracles had been performed, because they did not repent. Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! For if the miracles that were performed in you 
had been performed in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I tell you, it will be more bearable for Tyre and Sidon on the day of judgment than for you. And you, Capernaum, will you be lifted to the heavens? No, you will go down to Hades. For if the miracles that were performed in you had been performed in Sodom, it would have remained to this day. But I tell you that it will be more bearable for Sodom on that day of judgment than for you. This next section is called The Father Revealed in the Son. At that time, Jesus said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this is what you were pleased to do. All things have been committed to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That was such a great chapter. I really want to go back to where he talks about what he can compare this generation to. Like little children sitting in the marketplaces, which is um, verses 16 and 17. He says, we played the pipe for you and you did not dance. We sang a dirge and you did not mourn. Before starting this journey with God, I was obviously a Christian before this, and I believed in God, but I had the mentality that in order to gain blessings, you would have to work for it. Obviously, you do put in work for the Lord, but that is because he's changed your heart, and not because you think you're getting something out of it. I feel like the old Laura related to the verse, we played the pipe for you and you did not dance, we sang a dirge and you did not mourn. Coming from a place of people-pleasing, it's really hard not to have that mindset of like, look at all that I've done for you and you still haven't done what I need you to do. But that is not how the kingdom of God works. If we really think about it, we have to understand what he's already done for us. So we are not worthy of any other thing that he would do for us, but he does it anyway because he loves us. The old Laura could have worked her whole life devoted to Jesus because she thought she was gaining something from it, but she would not have gotten near as far as I am right now in my journey. She would not have understood that she did not have to work her way into heaven. And knowing what I know now about God and how my relationship has grown with him, it's just so beautiful to know that there is nothing that I could do to get more out of heaven than anybody else. And nobody could do more than me or less than me. Everyone is truly equal. And the things that I'm doing right now in my relationship with God... They're not things that I'm doing for myself. They're things that have been placed into my heart. And the goal here is not to gain any more blessings or any higher place in heaven because of it. My goal now 
is to try and bring as many people to God as I can. I hope that you gained a lot from this message. I hope that you understand that God loves you no matter how much or how little work you put into his relationship with you. Obviously, he wants to have a relationship with you, but if you're just not at that point in your life, just know that he still loves you. If nothing goes right in your day-to-day, I hope that this message is something that would have put it in your heart that God loves you, and hopefully that'll make even the worst day a little bit better. That is all the time that I have for today, so till next time.